everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. It's In This League with Scott Bogman and Chris Welsh. I'm on right now. I don't believe you. You boys in line. Welcome back. It is hour two of In This League. Scott Bogman, Chris Welsh, um, respected authors of the fantasy 99 Fantasy Baseball Player Debates on Amazon right now. If you like paperback books... We'll get a little, uh, <laughs> I wanted to say a little baby back, but I didn't do that. I want my baby back, baby back, baby back, baby back. I want my paperback, 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 paperback. What would you do if, you know, like we get, we get a lot of listeners that are around to spring training games. What would you do if we were like at a spring training game and someone was like, oh, Bogman, will you sign my book? Like you have, you have something to sign. Uh, I would probably pay for their beers for the rest of the time we were there. I would do that if it I was, probably shouldn't say that because now someone will buy it just to get free beers. Ah, but but still, like if it it has to be someone like we wouldn't know. It can't be like someone we clearly know and then they stalk us and whatever, and then it's like, oh hey, Jesse, yeah, Jack. No, uh, it have to be someone we don't know, and it's like a random thing, and then that moment happens, that embarrassing yeah. moment where it's like, oh. I'm the person that you know. Well, depending on how well this book sells, I may or may not be able to afford to go to spring training games this year. <laughs> uh, looking like I'm not either. That's right. Not, we are broke. Not looking good. Well, when you also spend all your time um, putting together a book and getting screwed yep. over at the very last second. And by, being sick. Yep, right. Yep. Yeah, I was about to get into it. I got got to yep. save it. Yeah, got to save it. Got to save it for the secret show. Got to pay $5 show. to hear that. I was about to do a whole thing. Um, yeah, I don't know. Go buy the book. This hour, I want this to be the power hour of books. So here's the only problem, though, is a lot of people listen on podcasts. So that, actually, that works out great. Wherever you're listening, this is the yeah. power hour. Just buy the goddamn book and let's get the numbers up. And also... Five star rate and review on Amazon. Let's get that. That'd going. be great. Let's get that. You can't buy the ebook on there, but if you buy that paperback, you want that physical copy in your hand. Get that baby a five star rate and review. Let's get that up. Let's uh, and maybe it'll pop up in the middle of you listening to this. Maybe because you're listening uh, as a podcast. Maybe they'll finally take off their spam blockers. You know, to uh, get my emails. Their lizard people filters. The lizard filter. Yeah, exactly. They'll actually <laughs> hear from the common man. Stop draining the blood of young teenage boys and girls so they can replenish their bodies with the youth. These blood-sucking vampire elitists. All right. We can't have It's a vampire that. novel you're writing here. I like it. I wish all of that content was, like, originally it's mine. Bella and Edward. It's a hundred... I mean, that is, it is... I'm... I'm almost going verbatim on some of the stuff I heard on that Rogan podcast. <laughs> you should listen to it. If you have three hours and the blood pressure pills, you can listen to the whole thing, so... 
Be pretty well, I've got the blood pressure pills. Well, okay. I mean, put it on. Go take a listen. You'll hear, like I said, first hour with him and Alex and stuff. It's it's kind of calm. There's some funny stuff in there. And then it just uh, it picks up. It picks up. And he had the, um, <laughs> Alex had the uh, Bogman bladder, too. He had to get oh. it multiple times to uh, go pee. Maybe that means he also had a kidney stone. Maybe. He's, he's uh, so worked up and worried about all these uh, uh, lizard people and Illuminatis and all that stuff. All I, these fake shootings. <laughs> Take your guns away. You guy's such an idiot. Step in the I, line. I mean, I know, I know. We we actually did get a complaint from someone mm-hmm. on our, uh, well, I think it was at the basketball podcast. I don't know. Where a couple years ago. Yeah, we we made fun of Alex Jones in an open, and someone got so upset that they gave us two bad reviews in a row. Right. Yeah. Uh, and asked us to stay in our lane. So in our lane. I mean, we're not making. I'm just. I am. Uh, isn't um, what is it? Mimicking the best form of flattery. What is it? <laughs> Good God! What's the, what's the thing? Imitation, Imitation is the purest form of flattery. Sure. See, there you go. Said very articulately by Bachman. Not by yeah. Um You what? have a book. I Dang. bought you. Where is that book? Do you, uh, which one? The one that no one's Cliche buying. Book. Or um, no, right the here. one I bought for you and sent to you. It's right here. Should I open it up? You have it. Yeah. Let's find it. Let's get a new cliche. It's called the, the dictionary of cliches. Over two thousand. Um, the front says not to be beat around the bush or hedge the bet. This is a must read for every Tom, Dick, and Harry under the sun. Ha! <laughs> Lots of cliches. All right. Look at that. Um. I'll just open it up randomly. Page 188. I like your randomly um, sound effect. Okay, good. Let's see. Uh, Life of Riley. I don't know what this one is. I like this Mm. next one, too. Life of Riley. The good life. The easy life. Living luxuriously without having to work. It's Bogman's life. life. It's the life of Bogman. I'm going to rewrite this. It is from a song uh, that the vaudevillian Pat Rooney made popular in the 1880s and, quote, Riley was actually O'Reilly, like Bill. Are you the O'Reilly, it says, was the name of the song. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. O'Reilly, cliche. And each verse of the lyrics depicted an aspect of O'Reilly's good life. At the end of each verse, Rooney would encourage the audience to sing the song. Are you ready? He once got a free PlayStation. Are you 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 ready for the song? Yeah, let's hear it. I don't know if this is like the tone of the song. Are you the O'Reilly who keeps this hotel? Are you the O'Reilly they speak of so well? Are you the O'Reilly they speak of so highly? Uh, Gore Blimey. No. Square pants. <laughs> Wait, hold on. Last line. Oh. Wait, uh, it said, Are you the O'Reilly they speak of so highly? Gore Blimey, O'Reilly, you're looking so well. <laughs> you kill me with the SpongeBob thing. <laughs> <laughs> who lives in a pineapple under the sea? Scott O'Reilly. <laughs> who gets all the free PlayStations for free? I screwed that one up. Uh, there's another one. all the PlayStations and games for free. Scott uh, Bogman. There's one. It's called Like It or Lump It. That's the next one. Like It or Lump It. You want to hear this one? Uh, one more. Sure. Uh, you're going to have to do it or accept it anyway, and whether you do it pleasantly or glumly, that's right. It's up to you. Love it or leave it. Lock it or lump it. You're going to have to listen to this show because it is currently playing on whatever uh, audio medium format you have at your disposal. Is that where uh, she's lump comes from? Uh, by the she's president lump, of the lump, United States my, of America? No, I always 
I don't know what the context of that was, but I got like that was like um like she she's was cool. last in line for brains. No, because like she's lump, she's lump, she's lump, she's in, she's my, in head. my head. So like lump in some form had to be like she's cool or she's happy or Dude, if mean? you're a, if you're a twenty year old listener to this show, we are dropping so much knowledge. Go listen to She's Lump. What is Lump? The lump. Oh, wait. What does the lump mean? Lump is a song by alternative rock band, the president of the United States of America. Lyrics combined own history of having a benign. Whoa. Okay. Composer Chris uh, Ballou said that the lyrics combine his own history of having a benign tumor in the head with a vision he had of a woman in a swamp while employing the word lump because Ballou was fond of it. She's lump. She's in my head. So, so the the woman was from a tumor in his head. So the woman that he's talking about is a vision he had because he had a tumor and he just liked the word lump. So he went. She's lump, lump is a is a solid word. It sounds like it could be a curse word. Look at this lump. Look at this lump. Yeah, you Look would say that too. That would be like a lazy here. person. Like this is lump. This goddamn lump. This lumps. That's why we're either crossing the river. Gotta build. Uh, no, I gotta build that. <laughs> <laughs> we're having too much fun. Not selling books. Go buy them. All right. What were we talking about? We we're talking about Lindor before. We we're talking about short ago. stops. Yeah, about twelve minutes ago. So Lindor out seven to nine weeks. The idea of him being number four is what's so brutal now, and I don't think we can do it. So when we were on break, we we were like sorting out and kind of looking over the short, short stops, and here was my immediate reaction when I just sorted out these guys. You look at, even down to number 12, there's no way you can take the risk. Lindor's upside is so immense, but this injury thing is so serious that... I think the question now, is he still a first round or not? Is he the fourth Is pick? he lump? Is he lump? Is like, like it or lump it, Francisco Lindor <laughs> is not going to be the fourth overall pick. That's just how it needs to be. Because I look down here on NFBC, the 12th shortstop being taken is Corey Seager with the Dodgers. I know you hate Corey Seager. I do. And he's going off um, around 85 ADP on here. But if you can get Corey Seager and that injury risk at... 85 instead of picking the fourth one, I do that. Or better yet, I think you can piecemeal a really good, solid uh, shortstop position. Like, take like a Gene Segura or a Glaber Torres and then maybe come back a little bit later and take uh, your guy, Jose Peraza or right. maybe a Garrett Hampson. I, I would just rather do something like that, I think, at this point than have to take Lindor at four, but that doesn't mean I won't take him because I really like the idea of him being like a value wheel pick, but you're still going to have... You're going to be faced with some problems, Boggs. If you're at the wheel and Lindor's there and you're like, oh, man, look at all this value. But then you have to pass on Machado or Altuve. Are you going to pass on Altuve for Lindor now at this point? Yeah, I don't think I am. Uh, So, I mean, this really kind of lowers Lindor pretty far from me. As of right now, like you said, if we come through with some positive news like, hey, it looks like he might be ready for opening day or a couple days after, then okay. You know, I, I'm going to be down with that, and that's going to, you know, move him higher than where I'd have him this second. But as of right now, like I said, and if you you were Donaldson owner last season, you know all about this type of an injury, this calf injury, and um, it's just tough to know where he should be slotted. 
Um, because like you said, I can see people skipping him all the way down to Baez or Story. You know, I don't know that I would, but um, because the upside is so tremendous, like the Welsh said, but I could see you passing on him for these other guys that are not coming into the year. I hate, I hate it. I hate it too because, like, I, I don't want to go crazy. I don't want to completely overreact. But the problem is, we are at the forefront of the injury. We're at the very beginning of this process. This is an injury that there can be setbacks. You can also be good for a couple of weeks, and you can re. I worry that this is a reaggravation the whole season. But let's say you get some best case scenarios, and if he is gingerly working through this as well. His value isn't 100% tied to the stolen bases, but the f- number four overallness is. If you don't have those stolen bases, if you had 10 stolen bases, let's say a tick down to 30 homers, what did he hit last year? 280 something? Uh, two, I believe it was 277. All right. And then, you know, I mean, maybe he struggles a little bit. Call it 270 with 30 homers, 10 stolen bases. It's still great, but. I would rather It'll be interesting have a, to see how Steamer changes. I would rather have Acuna. I'd rather have Yelich. I'd rather have JD. I'd rather have Arenado. Well, let's let's see how far down your value goes here. Would you you would rather have Bregman or you'd rather have uh, Lindor? I think that's where I'm going to still take Lindor. I think that's he's the okay. line. He's the line. But my ranks are a little bit different. Would um, so you would take Lindor over like Sailor Degrom? Or what do you mean? He didn't even mention Max. Well, I, I would assume Max goes ahead of him. <sighs> I got to do the work, man. I got to. I mean, I'm high on Bryce Harper too, though. I think Bryce Harper is right in that. Well, that, that's the next guy after the pitchers is Harper, and then we go down to Judge and Baez and Altuve are three in a row. Oh, uh, yeah, right you're looking there. at fan tracks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I'm looking at fan tracks, and then um, after that, you're into Freeman and Trevor Story. I Goldschmidt. Think, I think Lindor for me is a guy that. Okay, so here's another thing. Let me throw this out as I was about to say this. If you were to take Lindor, let's say he drops to 12. Could okay. you take a pitcher with him? I mean, the idea of taking a pitcher and a hitter is you want a consistent hitter because you're taking a pitcher so high. Would you really be willing to go pitcher and Lindor on the wheel? I think if I'm man? willing to take Lindor, I feel good enough about him Okay, that's a good to point. where I'm not too worried about it. So I would be willing to take the pitcher. But... Right now, I just don't know that I'm willing to take Lindor where he's going to go because he's going to go in the top 16 picks right now. I mean, he definitely is because let's say you're in your standard 12 man. He's going to fall by one round. That's falling by one round going from pick four to pick 16. You're falling one full round. And that's kind of the neighborhood of where he's going to go. Probably right around where Bryce Harper is, you know, Harper, Aaron Judge in that vicinity so i don't know that i'm willing to take him there but if i am willing to take him i feel like he's going to be healthy enough to still warrant that pick so i'm okay with taking him with whoever else i would want there whoever i consider bpa i think this is a super tough spot man the more i look at this i i think i, I like your point what you're saying with him with pitchers and i i do and and more i think about this i mean we're we are kind of going through the process here because we haven't had time to sit down since the injury news to go right. through it. so we're kind of doing it on air you know I, as the more that i'm looking at this i feel like i'm going to have him right at the wheel i mean because the names change a bit but you know uh, ramirez lindor or, or martinez scherzer yelich acuna arenado turner i think that is, those guys are all locks above i think Machado for me Harper is right there so I think you've got this mixture where you have to make the decision between Lindor 
Bregman, Sale, and Altuve. And and for some people, it's going to eat. But Harper will probably be behind all those guys. But I'm a Harper believer this year. So there's four or five guys. So I think he now has a variance between 12 and 16. So I mean, if right. you're playing in a 15 man roto, he actually still might be the wheel pick there. And um, I'll, you know what? I'll bet you I'm going to have some inve- investments of Lindor because I, I was laying all the worst case scenario stuff here. I legitimately am worried about a tick down in the stolen bases because also. You know, if that Indians team does like fully start to kind of sell some more stuff off, that's something to consider as well. So I think there are more question marks. But if I'm getting the later, the later he goes, the the higher probability I own him. Uh, yeah. And that makes a lot of sense. Zero that, in the top six at this point. Top six, zero percent right. ownage for me. Can't do it. Yeah, I can't do it. Can't I just feel him. like the um, the second round is so deep this year that uh, he could really. He could really fall in some drafts. But that's also, I would counter to say that because the second round is so damn deep, that if you took the risk at 10 with him, that you're going to get a first round talent in the second round. And in some cases, there's first round talent in the third round that's going around there. So you do it right. You could actually, it's really work out in your favor, but... He is now a major risk. There's some stolen bases in there. And I mean, it's a little bit overblown, but he's still he's a risk in the first round at this point. And you're going to have to uh, come to terms with your comfortability level. If this reoccurs and stolen bases come down or if it's more of a long term thing, you might get bit a little bit. And we've seen it in other sports, but don't go anywhere. We're coming back more in this league. I'm not sure if we'll do some. What do you want to do? Is it more baseball? You want to turn the page on some uh, basketball? What do you want? Well, let's do some more baseball. All right. We'll do a little bit more baseball. So uh, more reason tonight. Not go anywhere. We'll be right back. It's in the sleep. She's long. Did you know that you can listen to this show live on the award-winning Fancy Sports Radio Network? Listen on the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app, or download the Fancy Sports Radio Network app. The Fancy Sports Radio Network is the only totally free, 24-7, 365 Fancy Sports Network of its kind without a subscription. Check out YouTube Live on the Fancy Sports Network YouTube page and participate in the program in there, where you can ask questions, discuss the topics with other fantasy enthusiasts, or tell everyone that you disagree. Call into your favorite show and ask your question. The number is 844-84-FNTSY. That's 844-843-6879. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network, your free fantasy source, 24 hours a day. It's in this league. Got what plants crave. It's got electrolytes. What are electrolytes? Do you even know? It's what they used to make. In this league. I'm the smartest guy in the world? Says who? IQ test you took in prison. Brought to you by Carl Jr. Welcome back in this league, in this league.com, all the podcasts, great podcasts we have up right now. It is a, what is it? Quality starts in OBP mock draft. And next week is a uh, mock draft week. We're going to do two mocks. It's Bogman's mm-hmm. favorite. And we are, we're still in the securing guest time. The later right. week one, I think we have, and we're, we're trying to get a guest to join us in the mock draft because the fun thing is Bogman and I do them quote live like we just record the entire process of the mock draft and we we have clips in there for our reactions we laugh at each other we curse at each other and it's a great time when we can have a uh, a guest join us so we are gonna 
looks like Monday, Tuesday's episode, whichever day it is, that'll be a guest, uh, hopefully mocking with us, and then the Friday episode, some mock drafts, so draft prep at its finest at InThisLeague.com with all of the episodes. So make sure you go and subscribe in this league Fantasy Baseball Podcast. And I'm a crazy person, Boggs. Two episodes a day for Prospect One. I know. For three weeks. Three <laughs> That's weeks. That's insane. Each episode is dedicated to a team's prospect ranks. And this past week, I have had I just killer guests. I mean, if you want to talk players, I had George Valera from the Indians, Christian Robinson from and John Duplantier from the Diamondbacks, Taylor Trammell from the Reds, Bobby Dahlback from the Red Sox, and I had guests like uh, Eric Cross, Lance Brozdowski. I'm trying to think of who the hell else I had. I can't even recall right now, but I've had a ton. Chris Blessing from Baseball HQ, and this week I have got I got I'm gonna I'm gonna break it out on the episode on Monday. It'll it'll probably be on the Kansas City Royals episode with I have Eric Longenhagen coming on. Nice. I have got a big prospect guest coming up this week. A brand new interview that I've already conducted. He is universally i'm going to leave it a little bit a little bit vague universally a top 20 prospect in all of baseball i like that and like that had an interview with him and that's going to come up this week on one of the team shows good stuff man Psychopath. that's a it's a lot of work a lot Too of much. work so i hope everyone appreciates that and speaking of uh you know uh, prospects and all that stuff jt real muto mm. finally was dealt to philly and uh, the Marlins got a nice little haul back, didn't they? No, it's over. The most important thing is it's over. Not what <laughs> they got. Not like the Ramito has a throwing home. the ring into the lava. It's yeah. over. It, you know what? I think Lord of the Rings lasted less time than the JT Romito trade. Less drama <laughs> and time was involved in Lord. Of, and how long was Lord of the Rings set over? Like twenty years? I have no idea. No clue. Twenty years? I don't know. I just saw those movies like two years ago. I haven't watched them all. Is that bad? I don't. Who cares? No interest whatsoever. I watched the first. I remember the first Lord of the Rings because this is like a. Um, it's like an old people thing because a book was out. You know when like all of our parents and stuff were kids. So my uncle mm. was huge into this. Huge into Lord of the Rings. So when the first one came out, he came out to Arizona and he said, "We got to go see it." And I'm like, "All right." So I go. It was the longest movie I've ever sat at in a movie theater. I was so upset because two hours passed and I was like, well, this thing's about to end. Nope. Another well, at least it hour. was confusing. I didn't know I what was had, happening. I, if I saw that in the theater, I would have had to have peed eight times. Dude, I, I saw the first Lord of the Rings in the theater. I didn't know what was happening. I was not, and more than anything, I wasn't prepared for the length. Think of like how much information we have going into movies now. Like, no I just was said like, that about me. <laughs> I was like, I don't I'm just go and see this movie. It's three hours. I wanted to put <laughs> my head through the screen. And ever since that, oh, that ruined it. You know what? I did see the first one because Orlando Bloom was dressed up like Link. Yeah, I was like, and I kept I kept calling him Link. <laughs> and this girl, this girl in front of me was cracking up and her boyfriend was getting pissed. Yeah, oh, did, but did you do it? all? Did you get the one laugh and then you just dug in to get some? More? Oh, of course. Yeah. Someone laughed at one of my jokes. So here we go. Uh, now did she ever stop? Night at, no, no. She thought it was every time I said it, she thought it was funny. Oh, so uh, she clearly <laughs> had nerd. no respect for her boyfriend or his, you know, uh, nerd movie. And you, and, and you, by the way, you had no respect I, I for anybody like, in the theater. No, I got talked into going, so I didn't really want to be there anyway. So, uh, 
you know. you're the person that we hated though at the movies uh, I was. I, I'm no. I. I mean, obviously, what that movie came out when we were what eighteen. I mean, at least you were so. making a joke when, when you and I went to see Super Troopers two. The people next to us were just having. They were just having conversations. A no, yeah. they were just having a day. They were having full fledged conversations during the movie, sitting next to us. Right. I'm, and it was yeah. a. Uh, yeah, it was a comedy movie. It was Super Troopers two. So you know, it, it was uh, it was a weird movie to be having a conversation in the middle of. Yeah. You know, not a lot of downtime. Stupid so, people. Well, yeah, stupid people. All right, happiness so, in your household. JT Romito. He's traded to the Philadelphia Phillies. I said this on the baseball pod. I think this is a precursor to Harper. That's just that's where I'm at. You're not with me. Um, the Marlins had a good haul. Sixto Sanchez. Some reports that maybe he was um, getting out of favor in Miami or uh, in Philly. Some conditioning conversations. He's a little bit raw still as a pitcher, but his stuff is like electric if he can tap into it. But some conditioning stuff jumped out there. Jorge Alfaro is a big, big power offensive catcher who doesn't hit for a lot of average. So they got a future catcher. They got a potential ace, volatile, you know, strikeout guy who has control issues that might pan out, might not. It's just, they're just, they're going high ceiling, not caring about risk. And then, um, who they get? Will Stewart and then some like international money. So I think they did a, they did a fine job though. I don't know. Every time I saw the Ramito trade talks, it was like they wanted, you know, the top two prospects and the, you know, the other team's firstborn that the Marlins right. wanted. It didn't quite feel like they got that. No, I thought that Sixo was moving up and up and up boards, though. At least he did it over the last season. Yeah, so. he did last year. He moved up It a seems lot of like Miami um, kind of saw that and went after it. And um, the reason I don't think this is a Harper move, and I said this in the ITL podcast as well, is I feel like Philly is the, the little kid with money burning a hole in their pocket, and they realize that, you know, they're not going to get someone in the free agent market. So they go and they get real Mewtwo by real Muto by trading from their organizational depth. It's still kind of house money that they have, but uh, they can go and add someone at some spot. So I, I don't think that it necessarily rules Harper all the way out because I don't know that Harper has decided where he's going to go. He's meeting with the Giants now. Dude, when I know. saw, to put this into perspective, when the Francisco Lindor stuff happened and they're like, yeah, seven weeks is right to the beginning of the season. I Then it just clicked again where I was like, right. Jesus Christ, Bryce Harper and Manny Machado are not signed and there's seven weeks to the season. That's right. Insane. It's right there. It's right up. How is MLB going to possibly make all their money on the jerseys? They're going to go to the broke house, Bogman. They're not going to be able to afford, you know, uh, $200 million bonuses for owners. Yeah, I feel real bad for all the baseball owners. That's for sure. I do. What are they going to do? Go to the broke house? Yeah, they're just going to have to, you know, eat TV dinners or something, I guess. Yeah, not eat McDonald's. They're going to have to be Hungry Man. (laughs) They're going to have to go eat Burger King. Oh. Oh. You know you're God, in trouble. I was listening when you eat to Burger back, King. I was listening back to our uh, mock draft 3.0 when I was editing it, and somehow we got in there, and you made me choose between uh, Wendy's fries or Burger King's fries yeah. for the rest of my life. And that was pick- maybe the toughest decision I had in that mock. I don't even remember what you picked. I picked Burger King fries because I hate the amount of salt. You also made the caveat where I can't ask for unsalted. Yeah. So, and Wendy's just way too much salt on their fries. Yes, I don't so, agree. I don't think so. I don't, I don't like salt. Why? A lot of people, I don't know. Uh, it's just, 
it, I feel like you get a little bit too much salt and it ruins everything. And I feel like that's the way it goes with fries. I think McDonald's has, for whatever reason, the perfect salt ratio. Yeah, a lot. Like, well, it, it is it is a lot, but Wendy's has more. I, I, <laughs> like we need to do. Let's do that. Let's do a fry taste test one day. We're gonna get on video. It'll blind? be a secret show. Yes. Well. Uh, yeah, we'll do it blind. We will get five different places. What would be the places? It would be McDonald's, Wendy's, well, yeah. Burger King. Um, uh, would you do Chick Fil A? But we would know those fries because they're like weird. Yeah, fries. they're waffle fries. That's true. Who um, else has fries that people? Jack care in the about? Box. Okay, um, and then not what, like good. Carl's Junior or something. Carl's Junior. Carl's Junior. Carl's Junior. You. <laughs> I'm eating. Yeah, we'll do a blind fry taste test. Because I don't think yeah. I don't think if you did if you had all this the fries is like laid the out. Pepsi challenge. I think I could probably name them. I don't know, but I don't think. You would walk away saying, oh, yeah, Wendy's are the saltiest fries when you're all said and done if you had uh, them all. I, maybe not, but I guarantee you I can tell you which fries are Wendy's. That'd be pretty good. It would be, it'd be the second most obvious behind Chick-fil-A. You ever uh, dip the Wendy's fry in a vanilla Frosty? No, I'm not. Well, first of all, it's chocolate Frosty because I'm not a communist. I so. only have vanilla Frosties. What? Yeah. Why? I don't like chocolate that much. What do you watch? Lesbian porn too? <laughs> I you mean, loser. Let's, let's not get ridiculous Spice here. Spice it up. I don't cho- No, the chocolate one. Chocolate's not that good. Yeah, it is. Always vanilla. No. I mean, no. it's, this the la- is a, it's a last resort. will not win. Listen, so the Frosties are good. It's a last resort. Culver's always number one. Yeah, always well, go Culver's with the has like ice cream and I know. Uh, concrete mixers and all that or whatever they are. Uh, cement mixers, whatever they are. I, I maybe and haven't it, had a chocolate one in a while. I, I should say, try I, one. You know, next time you come up here to get liquor from the store by my house and decide uh, yeah. not to call me. Um, <laughs> it's my favorite you thing. Should, you should go buy Portillo's because it's right there on the corner and get that chocolate cake shake. You, you do talk about that a lot. I do. It think, is money. I, I'm going to try the, the chocolate frosty again because I don't think I've had that for nine years. I mean, I'm not a big frosty guy. Anyway, I'm not like running out to Wendy's to pick up a Frosty at any point. I'm not a big ice cream person. And if I am, it's usually uh, I get a hankering and it's after 11 and I hit the jack in the box because that's what's open. And they got the Oreo shakes there. Got the munchies, huh? Uh, Well, I mean, I'm not a skinny guy. So on occasion I do. How did we get here? Late night munch. I don't even know what we were talking about before. I could not tell if my if I had a gun to my head, they said, "What were you talking about five minutes ago?" Real mute, dead. That's what it was. Oh, I'd be dead. <laughs> Cherry pie. What's well, okay? <laughs> right. uh, because I would be here, and I remember from five minutes ago. But yeah. uh, no, we were talking about tough decisions. And uh, how it must have been a tough decision to trade Real Muto. And then you put me to the ultimate decision, much tougher than trading for a baseball GM. Uh, if I had to pick one for the rest of my life, the fries. would I choose Wendy's or Burger King fries? Weigh in, I had by to the say way. Burger King. Weigh in. I want to know. Tweet. Buy the book and then tweet if it's uh, Burger King or Wendy's fries for the rest of your life. I bet you. I mean, I'm saying this, oh, so I don't want to set yeah. people up. Wendy's has got to win. Wendy's is definitely going to win. People don't like Burger King fries. Should I put this as a poll right now? <laughs> yeah, Maybe you should do it as a poll. If you had to have one fry for the rest, rest of your life. <laughs> is that how I'm saying this? 
Uh, if you had to choose one if you uh, could, fry style. If you could only have one of There can be only one fry. Fries for the rest of your life. This is a tough decision. Which do you choose? And then the options are, what did I say? Burger King? Burger King, Burger King fry. or Wendy's. All right. Burger King fry or <laughs> Wendy's fry. Wendy's fry. Important debate here going down. I mean, that is important. I think it's very I, important. I need to know. I need to know, know the result of that. Now, um, what is your favorite fry? You like Culver's, but that's simply not because of the fry. It's because of the cheese sauce. It is. Be, uh, it is because of the cheese sauce. I think my favorite fry is Chick Fil A, but I really like the uh, Culver's fries. Okay, I think I do. I'm not sure if they're number one. I don't know you. that I've had. Culver's fries because I get cheese curds every time. Oh, you know I do. I do the cheese sauce with the fries. Yeah, cheese. Oh, you you know what I have? Um, uh, to be honest, I gotta I gotta be honest. I don't remember. I know that you probably talked up the cheese sauce a little too much. It was very good. I, if, but, I mean, this is ridiculous. But you talked it up a little, a touch too much. What are you so talking I was, about? I was a little bit let down. It was very good. But I was still a little bit let down because you made it sound like it was the best thing ever, and um, and I, I my favorite bit is when I'm in the Culver's line getting Culver's, and I don't get the cheese sauce. You get offended. You get like legit pissed. I do. Like I had to take my earpiece out because you're just yelling at me. And the Wisconsin cheese sauce. Yep. What are you doing <laughs> right here? By I, the way. This guy, Mark, uh, he commented under, he goes, death, <laughs> if you had to choose between the two fries. That's the whole point. These fries are not meant to be good fries. These are the two worst fries in the industry, and if you could only pick one, which would you pick? That's I why mean, you have I, to vote. I think it's a easy, it's fair a dead assessment. Heat. It's a dead heat right now, 50-50, only 12 votes in because I just posted it. So, uh, <laughs> dead heat on the fries. Uh, all right, so last thing in actual sports talk. My only back, my back to my only piece uh, being the caveat to this is like I see a trade because the Phillies have all this money. They have all this money to go out and spend on free agents to go make an acquisition like this to me is so telling that, hey, we are committed. We are going to be able to get you more star power without having to blow the budget. And if we trade it for Real Muto, we might also be able to you know, pick up one other big name with you and we're going to blow this out. To me, it is a peace offering. This is if a selling will. point. This is a selling point. This is like when the Suns signed Tyson Chandler to get LaMarcus Aldridge, and then he signed somewhere else. And then he gave the big middle finger. Yeah, he could not have cared less right. about the Phoenix Suns. So, but did you see that article from The Onion that came out today? It said Bryce Harper asked Phil, uh, the Philadelphia Phillies, <clears throat> excuse me, if they'd be willing to move cities. <laughs> wait, wait, say it again? If the if the he Bryce Harper asked the Philadelphia Phillies, they'd be willing to relocate for him <laughs> to Las Vegas, probably. Right, the, yeah, the whole thing. The Las Las Vegas Phillies that makes a lot of sense. Remember that time where Bryce Harper wanted to play for the Diamondbacks because it was close to Vegas, but then come on, the Diamondbacks. What are you doing, Goldie? And why are you doing this to me? Are you just trying to get me in a pissed off mood? Because you picked uh, uh, Burger King fries. That's why yeah. you want to piss me off because I picked Burger King fries. That's pretty gross. I, and I got to tell you, I am disappointed with the public right now. Burger King is winning. 
Burger King is winning. Well, yeah. see. Yeah. I mean, there's only a couple votes. It's very early. So we'll 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 see. Uh, I I'm not going to be surprised when Wendy's wins this at all. Well, this isn't. Bit. But this is not what I expected, though. I expected Wendy's to run away with this, and Burger King has an early lead. Wendy's has crappy fries, friend. That's what you. That's what you should take away from this. Well, I'm the one that created the question. These are garbage fries. These are not the good fries. It's McDonald. McDonald's is like the guy. That's the one. And then Culver's is right there. But I might be skewed because of the cheese sauce. Blind fry test Dude. is going to be the next big video we do. Yeah, let's do it. I'm all for it. But how do we keep them warm? All right, we're gonna we're gonna figure that out on the break. <laughs> gonna figure out how to keep them all warm and toasty, so we're not reheating them because that's ultimately a problem. Uh, don't go anywhere if you're still here, because more of this is coming up on in this league. the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. The snozberries taste like snozberries. I'm freaking out, man. You are freaking out, man. Littering and... Littering and... Littering and... Littering and... In this league. Break it down. All right, we've got the best idea. It's going to be our brand new series, 99 Food Debates. That's right. That's what we've decided. So uh, not only are we going to do the blind fry taste test coming up soon, but we let's we're going to do a new book, 99 foot, uh, football, uh, not football, food debates. And like I was telling Boggs, I think like the number one debate in that book starts with Whataburger versus In-N-Out. That's the one that yes. everybody wants. And then there's like, you know, the the older players, but people still want to battle. It's like Rizzo versus Votto, and that's like McDonald's, you know, that's like Whopper versus Big Mac. You know, it's not quite the same anymore, but it's still up there. Now, have, here's a question. All right. Should we just get random fat people to be our guest judges? Mm, I like that. I feel, yeah. Do you have to just have like, renowned fat you know people? What? We should reward the people that wind up on these news uh, clips as, you know, just showing their gut whenever the news talks about the obesity epidemic. We go to like Lifetime and it's like, you know, my 600 pound wedding and we'll just pick that person. <laughs> they, they don't have 600 pound weddings, do they? Yeah. Oh, dude. Uh, have you ever seen E? And it's like, you know, my 800 no. pound issue. The last time I was watching E. Or not E, but it's like um, Lifetime and. Ooh, I almost lost lifetime. Oh, <laughs> Gaffigan always had a lifetime joke. I don't think it's appropriate anymore, though. Um, but uh, I remember the E channel. The last time I watched anything there was Brooke Burke. Mm. What happened mm-hmm. to her? Yeah. So what I think you do with that book <laughs> is you have like you got to have. OK, you got to have Joey Chestnut, right? Uh, yeah, okay. Okay. I think you need to have a couple... Does that guy even taste the food, though? He just swallows it down. But see, I think he, just, he would be interesting to have, and you got to have him debate some. Probably a guy, Frere. Uh, Frere. You have to have one of the cook people. You probably get a couple cook people. But then, to your Bartolo point... Bartolo Colon. Yeah, see, that's where I was going. I want a couple, like, fat people. 
Like I want I'll like get Casey Hampton for sure. Okay, I would go with Casey Hampton. Oh, you know who'd be great? Who is the um ah, who's the Texas Will uh, Vince Wolfork? Aha, uh-huh, yeah. He would Vince be fantastic. Wolfork. But I want like Hurley from Lost. I feel like he knows something Jorge about Jorge Garcia. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Who's Jorge? Oh, yeah, that's his name. I was like, who that's is his name? Who is Kareem Garcia? Who is Kareem Garcia? So you have some renowned fat people. You have a few skinny people to throw in there. And then you have a f- couple food Why? critics. Uh, just to mix it up. Who are the skinny people? Okay, Bogman, we need some dissent in the book. All the fat people are going to be like, this is great. This is great. Like, we have to have, like. So, so Paul Spore can be in this book again, too? Yeah. Eh, no, no, Paul can't <laughs> be in this one. He can't be in this one. Eno. You have Eno in here. He's a, he's fa- we could on the sandwich. We could have he's some sandwich debates. Yeah, yeah, he's a, he's a foodie. So uh, we'll go burgers, fries, shakes. Sounds like Five Guys. Yeah, a Five Guys commercial here. Maybe we got to have maybe a series of chicken. The chicken. Oh, the chicken. Hundred percent. Little KFC versus what's like a garbage chicken place that would oh, go with Popeyes. KFC. Popeye's garbage church okay churches yeah well, well whoever KFC goes against one of those and then you have to have the ones that like people don't I always hear people talk about Bojangles yeah I've never had Bojangles either yeah that's strong though all right Bojangles. so um here's how you can tell us you want the 99 foot uh I keep saying football food debates is buy our 99 fantasy baseball player debates that's book. right put your money where your mouth is buy the book buy 12 copies we'll put our mouth want. where food is and, and we, make a new book we will give you the greatest content you've ever seen in your life we'll have a video series <laughs> and we will create 99 <clears throat> food debates and just think like each each um Oh, we can have pizza in there. Oh, God. Have, oh, my God. We have whole, to go all around the country. Well, I'm liking this. We have a lot. I mean, dude, this is a great book. We shouldn't have even said this on the show. We can have <laughs> pictures of the food. We can actually have like a, a boxing poster for the food. We'll take a picture of oh, each of the man. things we eat and we'll put it on there. Get famous fat people from every city. I like it. Can can we delete this? <laughs> can we delete? Let's just restart this section here. I, I want, I don't, well, no one's going to take this side. We kind of own, we, we don't own the rights to 99 fantasy baseball player rates. Like we don't own that intellectual property, but like we're associated with it now. Right. right. Yep. Can we do 100%. this? I, I don't see why not. I like eating food. All right. So all we need is for a thousand to 1500 people to buy the book. Let me ask you something. And you don't have to buy the paperback. You can go to InThisLeague.com and buy the PDF. That's totally fine, too. Are people going to be more upset if you disagree with their oh God. Uh, food you know the take? Answer. You know the answer. Or are they going to be more upset when you call it the disabled list instead oh. of the injured list? <laughs> um, it's clearly food. Here, I think we would get more comments about what the judges debated and how they were scored with the food, but I definitely saw a lot of unhappy people. I saw Rotoware immediately made a shirt that said, it's still the disabled list to me. <laughs> I mean, I mean yeah, I'm not that passionate about it, but... Uh, no, I'm not going to buy that, but I, I, get, know, it's, I get it. I get it. I mean, at risk for already sounding... You know, like I made fun of Alex Jones, so someone's going to be upset. Yeah, uh, but is this a snowflake thing? Why we're getting rid of disabled list to injured list? Oh, I didn't think about that. Yeah, that was uh, that was brought up in group me today. So mm. um, I was wondering your opinion on that. I what have you read any of the articles? 
Because I haven't. Uh, no. No. I, 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 I'm, not, just, I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't mean to sound rude about that, but I'm not going to waste my time reading about the change of the name of the, the <laughs> list that injured players are on. There is literally nothing I care about less. I would rather read about the difference between Burger King and Wendy's fries. <laughs> This is something ridiculous and does not matter at all. There's no way they could coax up an article online for me to click and read through that. Maybe unless, though, if they said, uh, you know, like millennials get disabled list changed to injured list and why, you know, (laughs) they do something along that line. But no, I have zero, zero interest in my life to ever read it. So I don't know what any of the takes are, but with with no knowledge to it. A hundred percent. Okay. There is no reason that you would change it from disabled list to injury list that serves any purpose outside of people complaining, snowflake, trolley people just because their son is disabled and these players aren't disabled. They're injured. Uh, I just don't. I I don't. I mean, then are we is that insensitive that like that's the thing. Is it, does that offend people that they have the disabled list? Is that offensive? Uh, are you kidding me? <laughs> Everything's offensive now. Yeah. You know how many people we've already offended today? Just by, uh, you know, and this is us holding back. <laughs> I mean, you should lot. hear what goes on between the breaks. We'd be immediately fired from everything we ever tried to do again, <laughs> ever. It wouldn't be acceptable on the podcast even. Probably. No, no. Not even secret show fodder sometimes. No, we've had to cut secret show stuff. Yeah, we have. Yeah, I mean, well, that's the problem. And I mean, there's a bigger step to this, too. You know, like if you want to get deep and you say, you know, you can't get into like, it's always like weird when, you know, like white people jump in and they're telling they're talking about, you know, like, um, you know, like racial issues and they're they're trying to speak for another race Mm. or something like that. Well, no, I'm just saying like, like. Where do you have like that These person? Goddamn white people! I'm just saying, like where? Do- <laughs> Jesus! <laughs> like <laughs> how- that person doesn't have the perspective or even the relevance to speak on that. Yeah, it's yeah, tough for me to come on here and say, "Oh yeah, I, I agree. This that's offensive, offensive." Because right, right. I don't get offended by stuff. I think humor is humor but also i don't look at everything in life and find the reason that it's offensive where there's so many people around us in our lives out of our lives that what their job is to do is to find why this specific thing that might make anybody happy or that's not bothering anybody why this is offensive and we have to neuter life and there are some things that obviously always have to change but we're just we're neutering. So I, I am not the proper person to get my opinion on if you're looking for a fair opinion because I, never once in my life have I looked at the DL and been like, that might, that's offensive. The group's not going to like that. I, it's never come into my mind. It's, it's the injured list. But that's why also, here's the other step. I could care less about this. Not only do I not want to read an article, change it all you want. <laughs> change it to the injured list because guess what? That's what it is. It is the injured list. So to be fair, all they did was take a stupid name that they put to it. But what about injured people in the hospital who can't work? Well, these guys are injured. That's it. I mean, to your point before, these guys aren't disabled. <laughs> They're just injured. That's what it is. I don't know what the reason. Well, they what? don't have the ability to play the game. So would that make them disabled? Okay. <laughs> 
I'm not going to argue any of this. What, what is this thing? Is this been since 1966? Is that what I saw? That it's been since the 60s his name has been given? The DL? Um, right? Yeah, I guess. So everybody's up in arms because something is changing. I don't care. It, you know what? If it offends a, a, a huge group of people and there's letters and you want to change to the injured list, go ahead. If there's a bunch of people that are really offended... Sure, change it. All you're doing is I you're making it, it more be descriptive. I think the list of players without the ability to play at the current time. Okay. I mean, it's, I think that's what it should be. The injured players and the fake injured Dodger players. That's what it can be called. <laughs> uh, it's the du- you know like what? It's, it's the dumbest thing. Maybe they should just call it the list. Let's see, I like that. And then they can make a whole big thing. He's listed. The list. He's on the list. They can do a big sounder. But MLB then Jericho Network. would be upset. Oh, he'd be like copyright. Like you made the list, right? Now, see, that would be fun. What if they just put some clips in? What if what if Chris Jericho got hired every um like let's For say every, every injury every Wednesday he goes on MLB Network. You and he just goes, made the list. It's like Clayton Kershaw like, made the list, right? And it's AJ Pollock running down first base, grabbing Aww. his hamstring, <laughs> and joining him in studio is AJ Pollock and Rich Hill all the time. And then he's just read it rattling off players. Well, he would just be between them on their hospital beds. Okay, so let me ask so. you: Are you because because tell this right? <laughs> where I think and I imagine these animals in the group. I always like talking. making you toe the line because you know I don't care. Yeah. So. Well, well, uh, I, it's, it's not really fun making you tow it. It's not so. something I have to tow, really. No, but, not really. I mean, this is so stupid. What I'm trying to say is, is what I think the animals in the group me room were trying to more poke at is that people are offended, and maybe these guys are offended by yep. the quote snowflakes that the name is getting changed for a group. It's Sharon. Yeah, so it's always Sharon, Sharon and Karen. But that's what's, always upset. They that, got that. Uh, must speak to the manager haircut. You know, but the, see, that's the most hilarious part to me is I. That's where I think everybody is so hypocritical. Where people get up in arms because it got changed, or first off, you get the people that are pissed because let's say that were true. Ah, that name is offensive. We got to get that. I'm worked up. Blah blah blah. And then they change it, and then the other people are like, ah, oh, rabble, rabble, rabble. They're changing it because of this group and rabble, rabble, <laughs> and everybody's just rabbling. I'm offended that they're offended. Yeah, who cares? Because they're snowflakes. <laughs> who cares? You can't be offended, Snowflake, by everything. You understand? You're going to melt. I'm fine with Everyone, it. just like what, uh, Andrew Whitworth. At the end of the day, we're all going to die. How many times is, have you said the uh, DL to someone who doesn't understand baseball, and they're like, what the hell is that? And you're like, it's like an injured list. Like That's all that yeah. you say. It's totally fine. If anything, <laughs> it's a smart move, but it's just giving everybody reason to get up in arms. That's like, right. always. I don't like change. Uh, Let's still the disabled list to me. Let's check in, by the way. Um, what is this? Well, you got to check in here. I'm kidding. All right. Uh, Chris Winder. We're going back to the uh, the big, the greatest debate, really, of our time. Yeah. The horrible fry debate of Wendy's versus Burger King. Chris it's better Win- than any presidential debate that we've ever had. Chris Winder says, does the Wendy's fry come with a frosty? Absolutely no, not. not. Absolutely no. not. Come on. We've already said that Bogman doesn't get to take off salt on the Wendy's. Right. Fries, I so can't no. even take salt off. Blake. Yeah. No. Blake says, could we have better options? No, that's no. not the purpose of this. The purpose, the purpose is to pick between these bad fries, sir. Uh, <laughs> I like this. So this guy, Mark, says death under the vote. Then I Just go death. agreed. 
And then, <laughs> and then under my agreement of death to this fry debate, he just posted his fantasy team. <laughs> look at it, Bogdan. Anybody go look. He just posted his entire roster like there's a question that's coming. <laughs> and it didn't come. Um, let's see. Say, did, did just say oh, wait, I would is. replace any of these players with Wendy's fries. He did the thing. He said, since I have you here. So then he started asking me a question. <laughs> I'll answer you here in a second, Mark. Our guy Alex Mosier says, neither are good, but Wendy's fries are much better than BK. That's right. Current voting. Current. Boo. 62% Wendy's fries over Burger King. All is right in the world. Yeah, I mean, I'm not surprised by this voting at all. Uh, like I said, I am not a Wendy's fry guy simply for the saltiness. Too much salt on Wendy's fries. Now, I think I would take pretty much anything from Wendy's over Burger King after the fries. But um, what does Burger King make that's good? You sound like uh, Apollo 13. What do we have on the spacecraft that's good? Um <laughs> I'll get back to you, Flight. Um, I, I, you know, the burgers can be okay. They're fine. Can you they? know, Yeah. Yeah, they can be, but their chicken is not good. I was never a fan of the chicken fries. Uh, tried them. Did not like them. Who's the commercial um, that was on the Super Bowl with uh, Chris Pine? With, or is it Chris Pine? The, um, no, it's Cyclops. With whatever his name is, James Marsden, with the nacho fries. Who's well, that? Well, that's that's Taco Bell. Those oh, nacho fries. That's, I mean, those can't be good. I can't imagine that they're good. Do those um, have to go in the um, the blind taste test? No, they don't. No, Would we do. I don't I, want Taco Bell things. You know, do, Del Taco does fries too. I always found that weird. Why? And they do the burgers too. Yeah, they do the burgers, too. Why? Yeah, you don't need to do that. Who's ordering a burger from Del Taco? Yeah, who goes to Del Taco and they're like, check I guess this people order out. tacos from Jack the Box, though. That happens. But and this, see, that's better, though. You go to a burger place and get a taco. You don't go to a taco place to get a burger. Really? Yeah. <laughs> it's another debate we'll go through. Um, we might, yeah. If you guys press us, we might have to make this book. All you have to do is buy lots of copies of our book. Tell us that you want the 99 food debates and uh, shower us with uh, book purchases, 99 fantasy baseball player debates. Uh, we and are going, praise. We are going to go to break. Are we ending the hour here? Where Where are we? I think I think this is the end of the hour. Only oh, okay. One more hour left. Uh, so we got, we got like another 40 seconds. I was about to prematurely break us, Bogman. Oh, well, don't do that. You want to know why? Because the elites and the Rothsteins with their goat sacrifice parties, these guys, they get in their gowns and they're sacrificing the good American people and Amazon is still blocking our book and they're messing with our time clocks and I can't properly get out of this show at the right time. Why isn't our ebook available on Amazon? Well said. Yeah. All right. All right. We're going to go to break. I can't. Can you imagine if people are listening? I'm dying. You're right. I'm dying. All right. We're going to go to break and talk behind your back. We'll be back. 